Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, every Friday afternoon, we bring in some um, familiar faces and voices and names in uh, here to Lunchtime Live for a chat and a reminisce about um, their summer memories gone by. And today is the turn of investigations editor with Sunday World and author and now podcaster as well. Nicola Tallis, good afternoon. Afternoon. How are you? And it's actually sunny today. It feels yeah, like summer for it is. the first time and in very weeks. fitting for what we're, we're doing here exactly. in the show. Exactly, so yeah. it brings us back to all the memories. It's um, unusual, I suppose, not to be talking to you about crime or something. Well, you don't know yet what I did in the past in my summers. <laughs> Well, well, I'm, I'm dying to know. Uh, Nicola Tallon's first summer memory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where the bodies are buried. Um, I have to say my first summer memories are definitely, um, you know, I suppose I remember being, we always went on a foreign holiday, which was a little bit unusual yeah. in the 80s, I suppose. And they and always to some are quite, you know, I don't know, it felt, you know, it was Malta or it was kind of slightly off the beaten track. But I do remember that I suppose we'd have had lunch and my father, I know, you see, I have, the, I have the memory and then I know what was going on in his head, right? Yeah. So I'd say he obviously had his lunch and a few glasses of wine <laughs> and went back to the beach for a little bit of a snoozle. Yeah. Do you know the way you would? Do you know the way you go into that deep sleep? So my first memory is just waking him up constantly every time we went to sleep, waking him up again. Can we go for a swim? Can we go for a swim? Can we go? Go and being swim. such a torment. Uh, feeling constantly sunburned and eventually I remember he'd just kind of emerge out of his sleep right come on and run down to the water and throw us in and that was it we'd kind of won this battle but it's a nice memory and um, it's a lovely memory actually of him and then I remember making him buy me this ice cream and it was really sophisticated because it was a chewing gum at the bottom of it um, oh. It was like a cornetto with a chewing gum at the bottom. So you'd savage the thing to get to the chewing gum at the yeah. bottom of it. Um, How many you know, are on the holiday with you? Many's in the Myself, family. my brother, and then I suppose my father would have worked hard all year and this was his time to relax. Yeah. But geez, you never let him like. And I suppose then in, in more recent times, um, I've had exactly that same experience. Yeah. You are the person to, that you're is. You're the person the trying to. snooze. And like, you know, the minute you fall into that sleep, they wake you up. And that's what I did. But anyway, it was it's my fond memory. And yeah, the beach, I can feel this. I can feel the sand, you know, the heat and the the waves. And all you want to do is swim. It's nice the summer when you yeah, think of it. Just jump it? in the waves. Yeah. Silliness and the innocence yeah. of it is great. I love it. Yeah. Um, your best summer memory, best summer holidays. Best summer holidays. I mean, look, I've had great. That's hard to beat. I've I've had great holidays always. They change constantly as you get older, don't they? I've had great holidays in Ireland. I've had great holidays as a child. I've had fantastic holidays maybe as a teenager and where my own are off travelling around Europe now. And, you know, that experience, I think, of your first experience of freedom is probably the first summer holiday on your own, wherever that may be. Um, and then you just keep evolving. I mean, summers evolve the, as your life changes and as I haven't actually hardly been anywhere this summer, um, but I'll go away in the winter this year. But it's yeah, a good time to go. Yeah. Well, it's, you might as well enjoy. Well, not that the weather is great when here. Kids but grow, I think you have this period of time in your life when your kids are a certain age and they're in school and you have to go into that July, mm. August rush. And probably ultimately you're sort of constantly aspiring to find the ideal holiday. Uh, and it's probably what you're fighting against, which yeah. is the package holiday. When what? someone picks you up and yeah, kids them, club and all this kind all of stuff. That, carry on. What do you enjoy in a holiday now? Like, what is relaxation for you? I'm not a great relaxer, actually. I'm uh, definitely up, and I feel if I don't do something, I've wasted a day. I'm not a great reader anymore. 
And I uh, love this now, right? Yeah, go on. Yeah, I will listen to a podcast, or whatever. I'll try and relax. I try really hard to relax, but I'm not great at it. It's but probably I, some mad horror crime. I don't know what it is. It? I think it's just yeah. Well, it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I do kind of eventually. I like to keep moving. I like to keep active on holidays. I like mm. going skiing now. I like kind of things okay, that properly are properly active. Yeah. Obviously not during the summer. Yeah, my, I mean, like by it, active, I mean maybe do a day excursion or something. <laughs> but yeah, no, you mean you proper, proper yeah, skiing. Habits, yeah, like yeah. sort of walking, cycling, that kind of thing. And I can relax doing that um, a bit more so than I'm not great anymore for lying by the pool. But listen, there was a time in my life I would have done nothing else. Yeah. But just fry, like fry there just all day long. Yeah, and just of course, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny how you, you do, your holidays do change, I suppose. Um, over the years. When you go back to your, your childhood, um, did you have a summer job? I certainly had a job as a waitress. I think that was probably my first summer job, actually. I can't recall. Where was that? So in a restaurant, just in a seaside place and great tips. Great <laughs> <laughs> to have actually some earnings. And of course, you know, working late and then out late afterwards. Yeah, socialising. Yeah, um, but I, you see, I didn't do that thing where you went away to work for the summer because I didn't really properly do college. I was working from I was 19. So, yeah, like when the I J1 did journalism, and didn't do any of that because when I did journalism, it was a very quick two year course and you were employed after it. Mm. And most of us kind of just went straight into it. So from 19, I was kind of working full time and probably able to afford a summer holiday then. Yeah. But yeah, there was a few of those things I missed out on. Um, and I would love to have done that J1 thing. I have all my friends did it. They had a ball in Boston and various other places like that. And I'd encourage my own to go and do yeah. that. Um, and I never went to the Gaeltacht. Never. Never. I went to France. When I was a teenager, I was sent to France. Well, you weren't hard done, but... Like, no, I, I mean. know. I know that sounds... It was a little bit too... I missed out, though. I know what yeah, I missed out on. I didn't go to the Gaeltuck either, though. Did I did go not? to German college in, in Multifarnham, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That was torture. <laughs> so you'd have you a much better gig. Sue, your family. I know, I know. German college. German yeah. college in Multifarnham. Uh, no, my father had friends over in France and I was sent probably every summer from when I was about 14 or something. Now, many experiences had there... Um, and it was great. It was absolutely fabulous. It was totally different. Uh, it probably relates to my music choice, by the way, which is I hope nobody I know is listening to this. Right. Because <laughs> I'm often slagged with that. But um, yeah, that was the summer of I suppose that was supposed to be a job, actually, come to think of it. <laughs> you just didn't work. Yeah, no, that was Where supposed in France to be a were job. You? A place called Ardèche, which was south kind okay. of inland, very, very hot. Uh, a river and campsites, holiday resort area. I think I was actually supposed to be childminding now that you mention it. And <laughs> there wasn't too much of that happened, but there was everything else, every experience one could possibly imagine. Yeah. Well, the teenage experiences, yeah. I suppose, that, That's that, that come with it. Yeah. Um, st- staycations and staycationing. Do you not feel deprived you didn't go to Irish college? I think we're no. the only two people in the world that, that didn't, didn't go, go to Irish well, college. Well, in Ireland, rather. It wasn't, yeah. It's a bit dramatic. Oh, no, I think we were deprived. I yeah. mean, you know what went on in Irish college? Yeah, well, I think this is pretty much the same went on in German college. <laughs> <laughs> just I didn't have to spend my summer in a in in the north of Donegal, um, which was which was great. But do you um like a sta- do you staycation in Ireland? Do you enjoy holidaying in Ireland? Um, do I? Uh, I do, and then I complain an awful lot about the bloody price. But I shouldn't say that because there's so many businesses out there. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes I look at you know having a holiday. I actually I do have to say. And this has come with age. Like for me, 
a holiday is not about going to rent a house in a housing estate somewhere in Kerry. Yeah, self-catering does nothing no, for you. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Nice luxury yeah. hotel somewhere. Um, and really until I hit the big time, I have to just realise yeah, that I know, yeah. that's for another, you know, I'd be a pensioner before I'd be ordering Different my leagues. in uh, Drumoland or somewhere. But um, yeah, I like that kind of thing. And I'd actually, I would have two days of that rather than a week of trudging up and down to a supermarket in just a different place, dragging yeah. all your stuff. I'm just, it's, I don't get it. There's nothing I for don't you. get the mobile home thing at all. I did that once in France and I was a disaster. <laughs> um, I was, my kids were quite small. Everything was tied onto the car. Went to a lovely place called Ile de Ray, which is uh, really beautiful. All the Parisians holiday there. Stunning place. But the only place you can stay is a mobile home. Okay, They're just everywhere. Yeah. And I just was not kitted up for it at all. Um, every time the shower went on, the whole place flooded. I had all my clothes and bags hanging from the ceiling. Um, it just did nothing it, for you. I felt like I was on holidays in a it's, caravan. It's funny the amount of people that like I remember from I'd years ago. I opened the half door in the morning and I just didn't. Yeah, feel too sophisticated. I was always so jealous of people who went to France camping. And yeah, ca- you know, camper van holidays. I was always so, yeah. so, so jealous of them. Do you have a favourite person, Nicola, to holiday with? Well, I just love holidaying with my family and yeah. friends, really. Like, um, don't have a particular favourite person, I don't think, to holiday with. But I love going away without the family, with friends mm. and having a blast. I absolutely love that. Uh, sort of, you know... I suppose, rekindling your youth and, you know, somewhere that nobody knows you. Yeah. I love the idea of that. Um, and I do love holidaying with family. I've taken time off and spending time with family because I suppose everyone's busy. Yeah. Everyone's working and, you know, that's what holidays are all about. Even a holiday where you don't go away. I love staying at home and just hanging out and, you know. Doing the jobs. I actually don't mind doing that, which is very middle aged mm. of me, but... Painting the garage or something. I find it quite therapeutic. Yeah. Do you have three things you can't holiday without? I'd say my phone, definitely, mm. for absolutely everything. Um, I did have a, an incident in Germany earlier this year uh, when my phone blew up during the night. It took in, I don't know, the electricity surge or something. And I can tell you, without your phone, you are nothing. Yeah, I know. I didn't even know what city I was in. I'd forgotten. I was confused. I was taking a flight from a different city. I had no, I had nothing. I'd absolutely You're bored and pass everything probably. Everything. I was yeah. so traumatised. Um, so yes, my phone. I suppose uh, Salpadine or something. <laughs> which yeah. tells another story maybe. Yeah. Um, and your makeup. Where can you go without your makeup? Absolutely, yeah. Know? And after that I think I'd cope. So you, you're not a reader in Haldis? I've got really bad at reading in mm. recent years and um in a way, I don't know whether it's because I do a lot of reading for work and it's no longer seems like a leisure activity to yeah. me. It used to maybe. If I'm I, completely the same. There's no enjoyment in yeah, reading God. for me yeah, at all. And people are always so surprised when you say this because mm. they want to know what are your holiday reads and you have to put it on Instagram oh. and all. No interest. Just reminds me of work. Yeah, that's exactly it. It, it definitely isn't a, a thing of relaxation. Um, and I definitely don't like reading on you know, you're, you're on a, on a, an iPad where you can disappear into the internet and yeah. start looking up something and all that. So I kind of, I suppose, put those things away and put the books away. And uh, I don't know, I like listening to, to music. And um, I just, I like just, if I'm on a holiday, just exploring, buzzing around, looking yeah. at places, maybe finding a little bar. 
just the day going somewhere that you didn't expect it to. to do. Now, in saying that, I did read Clash of the Clans. Uh, <laughs> yeah, while I was in Spain, which my friends thought was hilarious, actually. But, that's a yeah. bit worky as well. It though, is, yeah. Well, if, yeah, but I do. That's I read an odd, I read a very odd book, but I have no interest in fiction. Yeah. Has no, to be just I. fact. But I wonder, is that just that we need to, like, if if we actually got ourselves into fiction, would we then, yeah. you know, is that... Well, you can bring a people talk about getting no- novel with you now the next time. I'll try one. People talk <laughs> about getting lost in these stories, yeah, don't they? no. I don't yes. either. I'm the same as you. We ask everyone to pick a holiday song, Nicola, um, what, and what it reminds you of. What's yours? Yeah, you see, I've picked this really square song, which is, I actually had to look up when it was, when it was, you know, it came out. Yeah. Because it reminds me of being in France as a teenager, flying around the countryside in a car and with all these Frenchmen and they're blaring this. Now, it obviously came in there later. Okay. Because actually when I looked it up, it was released in 1982 and I would have been about six or so. Right. So I don't know why that song was, but it is very, again, just apologies. Yeah. That's your it's Toto Africa. <laughs> that's your song. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. No, but no. That doesn't matter. Yeah, we yeah, we, yeah. we end out the show um, uh, <laughs> with all of our <laughs> summer memory guests and their uh, top summer holiday song and what it reminds them of. Nicola, it's been a pleasure having you in. Anything coming out? Yes, I have soon? a book out in October. Um, Cocaine Cowboys. Yeah. And... Uh, we're busy, busy with uh, celebrating the 50th birthday of the Sunday World. We're having a little oh, gig brilliant. on the 27th of September. 50 years. Yeah, 50 years. So it's gonna, we're going to do a kind of live Crime World gig. You have to come. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.